Hey, what's going on? Jason Bay here. You can call me Jay Bay. You're listening to Blissful Prospecting. And this podcast is for reps and sales teams who love landing big meetings with their prospects, but hate getting really tough objections. Objections like not interested, not knowing how to handle it, and uh, not being able to turn around and, and potentially get a meeting from it. So if that's ever happened to you or your team, you're definitely in the right place. And today we're doing another episode of our skills series. So I want to talk about not interested. So not interested is a very common objection. I don't know about you. For for me and the work that I do, I actually more commonly see it through email than I do uh, through the phone. And, and today I'm going to particularly talk about how to handle this uh, through email because I've talked through the objection handling framework on how to handle this through email before, which if you haven't um, listened to that episode, that's episode 93 about deflating objections. So I'm not going to dig into how to handle it over the phone. Let's talk about how to handle it through email because this one's a little bit a little bit trickier. So step number one, and by the way, if I backtrack a little bit, it's important to maybe talk about uh, what's going on in the prospect's head when they say not interested. A lot of times when someone says it over the phone, it's a brush off. It's no different than you walking into the mall. I don't know how long that's been for you. It's been a long time since I've done that. But someone walking up to you from one of the kiosks and approaching you and you immediately ignoring them and looking the other way and then saying not interested or just ignoring them, even if they acknowledge you. It's that programmed response that we have that we're so conditioned to just say not interested to people. That same thing happens through email too. So someone could send you an email that says not interested and maybe they didn't even really look through your email that closely. So you're going to assume that they didn't pour through your entire email they didn't pour through all of your company details and your LinkedIn profile and all that stuff. Let's assume they didn't really spend much time on it or they don't really understand how you were thinking that you could help them. So step number one, I know we talked about handling this through email, but step number one is to call them immediately. Um, oftentimes the person's direct line or their mobile phone number is in their email signature. And you might be thinking, wait, <laughs> like I'm going to call someone that said not interested. That's pretty ballsy. Uh, and you're right. It is. So here's what that might sound like. So let's say I'm calling a guy, David, David picks up the phone. Uh, hey, David, this is Jason. You know, I'm the guy you just responded, not interested to in your email. And, you know, before you hang up, this might be a total long shot, but I did quite a bit of research on you and ABC companies. Is it cool with you if I share what I found? And then you could decide if what I have here is relevant to you or not. So I'm going to do the same permission-based opener that I would normally do in a cold call. I'm going to do the same Evo framework again, which you can check uh, episode 93 on the deflating objections. Um, so check that one if you need the framework behind it. But I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to handle it in the same exact way. I'm going to anticipate this person's objection or them being frustrated even that they called them. And I'm going to ask for permission. So Assuming that you can't do that, step number two, you could share this in a video or in written text. And what you want to do, this framework and this approach I call, you looked a lot like. So you want to let them know that you reached out to them on purpose. And the reason you reached out to them is they're very similar to another company that you guys have a really good case study for. So what that would sound like written in an email or said in a video uh, would be something like this. Uh, hey, got it. No worries, David. I was reaching out because he looked a lot like ABC Beauty Company, who used our help to implement 24-7 support, you know, the added chat, and what it ended up doing was reducing the response time down to 2.4 hours. And I noticed when I did research uh, 
of you on LinkedIn, you mentioned how focused you are right now on bringing the omni-channel customer journey to life. Um, you know, was I totally off in reaching out to you or would it hurt to share more? So that's something that you can write in an email. The framework behind this, the kind of template version of that is you're saying, hey, got it, no worries, first name. You looked a lot like, so think about the case studies that you have. And hopefully you reached out to this company because you have a case study of another company that looks a lot like this company you're prospecting to. So you're going to drop that company name in there or the person at that company. You looked a lot like so-and-so at ABC company who used her help too. And that's where you're going to talk about the results in that case study or something from the testimonial in that case study. And typically that's going to be some sort of language around overcoming a problem, some sort of result that you achieved. Make sure that when you uh, pull that problem or result that it's similar in the sense that a manager, for example, that you make a case study out of is probably going to talk a lot about the tactical things you did to save them time, much like the one that I shared just now versus something that's maybe more VPC level that's more about like revenue, money saved, you know, profit increase, that kind of thing. So you looked a lot like ABC company, used or help to problem. And then that second sentence, it's really important you put something personalized in there. Now, I happen to, on David's profile, find a lot of stuff about how they care a lot about bringing the omni-channel customer journey to life. Maybe all you have is a job title. And I noticed and thought you would care about this because you're an ABC director, right? Or maybe you found something when you personalized that first email. You could mention, you know, the little personalization snippet. And I reached out because I noticed that uh, you guys recently acquired so-and-so or that you guys are hiring for positions or whatever the trigger was that you mentioned. And you'll notice the call to action is, was I totally off here or would it hurt to share more? So I'm giving them options. It's an A or B kind of thing. And the, was I totally off here? It's letting them know that like, hey, I, 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 like I understand if I'm like totally off, you know, like that's, that's totally okay. So that's how you can handle the not interested through email. So hope that was helpful for you. Uh, one of the things I would encourage you to do is I have a link where I've gathered in one page all of our best uh, prospecting content. So stuff on cold calls, cold emails, et cetera. You can grab that at Jason, uh, blissfulprospecting.com slash Jason, excuse me. And at that link, you're going to find a one pager that's got like all of our best content that's like quick hitting, you know, five to 10 minutes long, something very similar to this, very actionable type stuff. And check that out at blissfulprospecting.com slash Jason, if you don't already have access to it, which I know most of you do if you're listening to this. So thanks for tuning in today. Hope you found this helpful and we'll talk to you later.